0: Researching. I love that word.
1: Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1060. April 19th, 2023. 87 degrees on this day. In 1985, and 19 degrees on this day in 1928, and the ice outs are coming at us fast and furious. The fishermen are patiently waiting, and when the ice is out, they want to get out there and fish. There's a new deal that's going to help you rig up all the electronic gadgetry you've purchased. It's an app. It's put together by Ripple Lip. One word, Ripple Lip. You know, that's what happens when you get that hook in the the mouth of the fish. Anglers, Ripple Lip provides instructions to set up, tweak, and dial in your Hummingbird, Garmin, or Lowrance Marine electronics through their app. It's as simple as visiting RippleLipUniversity.com. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1916. In 1937. 1947. 1970, 1974, 1980, 1993, and 2001. White Bear went out on this day in 1937, 1980, 1982, 1993, 2001, and either 2011 or 2022, because I could not read my writing. (laughs) So one of those days. You're you're in the ice out. You're in the ice out phase. Wait now, of the season. We have to add
2: one and two to the list of three and eight that you can't. Right.
1: Twos, I have trouble with twos. Because of the little curl. Yeah, there? it's got a it's got a curve got it. It. I okay. got a little trouble with that. But any day now, <laughs> the kids are gonna be bugging you to swim, and I hope you've kept your beach free of weeds and crud and algae using the products of Aquaside. Aquaside has helped people maintain great lake shores for more than sixty years with the complete line of lake and pond control products to take care of everything from weeds to algae and all those decomposing leaves and all that crud that the kids freak out when they touch with their feet. These products are registered with the EPA and DNR and they're safe. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquacide today. Tell them what you're looking at. They'll identify the problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquacide at one 800 328 Joe Sushura.
2: Gentlemen, a few months ago, I was assisting the mayor. You know, every two weeks, we've got to turn in our, our, our payroll information. Yes. And every time Joe does it, they send you a six-digit code that you have to write down. Yep. And the code came up, and all I hear is, oh, there were two eights. Two threes oh. and a zero. Yeah, I
1: had trouble.
2: And he goes, trouble. Reeves, get in here. I got no shot. There's no shot. I can't <laughs> write it an So answer. as he's writing it down, it looked like a mountain, a butterfly, <laughs> uh, right. a rocket ship. There you go. <laughs> Don't you get the code on your phone? That's oh, how I no,
0: do No, 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 oh. Kenny, Kenny, you got to realize who you're dealing with hey. here. Yeah, hey, all hey, right. Hey, hey, that hey. dumb question. Good,
3: dumb good question. Point. <laughs> that dumb
1: question. Uh, we're all uh, anticipating someone is going to put young Ryan Souter in his place tonight for his cross-check on the commie. And of course, I'm getting mail from Dallas people who are anxiously awaiting somebody puts young Mr. Matt Dumba in his place Mm. for the uh, hit on, uh, help me, who'd he hit? Pavelski? Pavelski. Uh, So in any event, tonight should be interesting. It's too bad they play them at 2 in the morning because I can't uh, (laughs) tell. Well,
0: uh, compare the hits. I, I was under the impression that the Suter hit was illegal and not called
1: there were I, two I, I concur. Yes. I
0: concur. And Dumbas
2: hit was legal.
1: Uh, well, they still gave him a penalty, but they they reduced it from a major to a minor once they looked at it. But they thought, "Yeah, the guy's got a concussion. He can't even stand up. Let's give him something." That's so, probably so true. Yeah. So, but if they think they're tough, have you guys heard of uh, the guy who plays for the Jets named Morgan Baron? <laughs> Morgan Barron Morgan Barron Knock. rook he plays for the Jets the Jets are in a playoff series at Vegas Yep there's a scrum in front of the net Barron gets involved oh, in it Oh yes not a not a scrum is in a fight but a, a scrum for the puck Yep yeah in front of the net and Barron uh, manages to land on the skate of the goalie, Laurent Brossoi. Oh, no. Uh, And to the point where Uh. the Vegas players jumped in to help and held him up, and he was bleeding so profusely that they had to bring out the shovel and scrape off the blood. He was back in the game after... 75 stitches. Stitched him up in <laughs> there, he puts his <laughs> hand back on him. 75 stitches. Just like wow. the NBA. Somebody he was should back tell. in the game. Send Brian Bucks yeah. in that, yeah, that footage. Baseball players would be out for two years. <laughs> right? Yes. We've yes. Never They'd seen. be out for two years. Yeah. It's, the
0: emotional scars
1: alone. <laughs> and, and all Barron said is, Well, I saw the skate coming. At first, I thought I could see out of my right eye. That was okay. I could see out of my right eye. That was the main thing for me. He immediately... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> into the Jets locker room, but returned in the second period wearing a full cage on his head. You can see the bandages. It looked like he got oh. attacked by a shark. Adam oh. Lowry said, <laughs> "We were worried about the puck crossing the line, and all of a sudden we see a trail of blood all the way across the crease to the bench." Jeez. Oh yeah, that happened here. That happened here. Didn't a the player guy die? got his no. A player got his. Well, I think. I can't remember if it was a North Star player no, I or think it a Philadelphia was the, player. I think it was the Stars. Got his throat slashed by a skate and skated to the bench with the blood spurting. Oof.
0: Oh goodness! Oh, so did they throw the guy back in? Oh,
1: he. I think they taped. Bill it Masterson. No, he died.
0: Oh. No, I I mean the uh, our, the guy with seventy five stitches.
1: Yeah. yeah, he came back for yeah, the second period. Yeah, he played. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is badass. That is that is uh, I I bet he'll show up on Super seventy Sports <laughs> as badassery. How about yep Clint yep M- Malarichuk? Malarchuk, I I'm uh, if you said the name I'd know it. That's not it.
3: Okay, he he did get his car- car- artery carotid artery sliced by a skate. Karate. Thank you, that too. Mm-hmm. By skate, Clint Mar- Malar- Malarchuk. Well, maybe
1: that was it. What, do you have a year on that? Uh, 1989. That sounds about right, although the one I'm thinking of might have been earlier. Uh, it's not important. All we know is he's, he he lived, and he came back. Now I'm on Broad Street, Bully,
2: so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be seeing you. I don't you. want
1: you Down to the be. <laughs> Let's just pay attention here. You'll recall yesterday we had the note from Joe uh, who said, He was wondering if we would remember him as the guy who emailed us about the mysterious neighbor and the borrowing of the snowblower and Mm -hmm. what have you. And, of course, we remember him, and we were always telling him we were awaiting the new version of the story, which never has come. But he told us a story about how he's on a personal research project of trying to reach someone human in the governor's office of Minnesota, and he's called five days straight, five times a day, has yet to receive any... Uh, feedback. And I got a note from uh, Mike Harrington who writes the other day while listening to your show, there was a guy who was calling the governor's office. For, that was yesterday for five weeks with no calls back. It reminded me of a story back when Rudy Perpich was governor. And I was still in high school. My mom had called governor Perpich's office for some sort of issue. Well, one evening, probably around seven o'clock, the phone rang. I answered it and it was for my mom and she was in the basement sewing. When she was doing her her sewing, you weren't supposed to bother her. Well, I opened the basement door and yelled down the stairs, Mom, you've got a call. She said, take a message and I will call them back. I asked who it was and if I could take a message. It was Governor Perpich returning her call. I reopened the basement door and told her it was the governor on the phone and she hurried up the stairs and talked to him. It seemed like she was talking to one of her old friends on the phone. Fast forward to today's world When you call someone in office, you'd be lucky to hear from them. Just like the other guy has been waiting five weeks for a call back from our current governor. Times have sure changed. Yes, they have. Rudy was a character. I got to know him pretty well. Rudy was a character. He listened to Monday Night Sports Talk. He called us one night on Monday Night Sports Talk to say, you know, I got a guy in the car from Wisconsin, and we're listening to your show. And we just passed a sign. What was the sign? Something about Minnesota's the brain state or the something? The brain state, yes. And, he, and, and, and he, my buddy turned to me and he said, you think you're the brain state listening to these morons?
4: <laughs> you know,
1: and, and uh, we had a lot of fun with Rudy. He was a, you know, an Iron Range socialist probably at heart, but he at least had a job. He was a dentist uh, before he became a governor. But Interesting see, guy.
5: Again, even then... You didn't have to hate somebody if you weren't politically
1: Oh, no. Aligned. And he's the guy who, uh, he also had concerns about the residence. Yes. The, uh, that was donated to the state back in 1965 by the Irvin family. Mm-hmm. And he was pouting about they needed new carpeting or curtains or something. And he, and he said, it's got a lot of problems. I want you people to see it because we were giving him a hard time yes. for complaining about it. And, and It's a first world problem. And, well, here's another difference. <clears throat> Newspapers had enough cachet that when newspaper people were criticizing politicians, the politicians actually cared about that. Mm-hmm. They, they reacted to it. And that isn't the case today. You don't think so? No, they don't really give a <laughs> hoot what you write because they figure nobody's paying attention anyway. Mm. But Rudy cared that we were complaining about his constant whining about the mansion, so he invited a bunch of us over. Then I went, and he, he tried hard <clears> to be <throat> angry, but you could, you could tell he was having fun. And he said, you're coming up to the attic with me. I'll show you what's going on in yep. this house. And he, you think it's all tea and crumpets, Watch this. He takes us up to the attic, and he obviously had taped a piece of garden hose to the ceiling, and it was draining into a bucket. And he Mm -hmm. said, the roof leaks. Look at this. I did this myself. I fixed this leak up. I remember that. And, of course, he was full of B as in B, S as in S. Uh, But that's the difference. You think Walls would ever respond to the people who are looking sideways at his $17,000 a month rental? <laughs>
2: no. Well, you're also making the mistake that he'd go on with somebody that and talk to somebody that would even have a difference
1: well, no, of opinion. No, I was there as a newspaper guy. I, I'm talking
2: I, about walls, oh, not not Rudy. Oh, the hell
1: with walls. Rudy was fun. There was a time when politicians, whatever it was, they got it.
6: Well, they whatever it they is, fit. they
1: got it. They knew who they worked for. Yeah. Well, speaking of that. <laughs> Where to begin? Well, we're going to begin with that Andy, all right. Uh, we mentioned a uh Andy. we had audio yesterday which I want you to replay. I got it ready for you. From a fellow named Andy Smith. He's a young first-term legislator from Rochester, a DFLer. I want you to hear this again and then I'll tell you why we're bringing it up again.
4: Um we can't just cry wolf every time that there's some sort of increase um, in our tax system. And I want to go even further and say taxes uh, are not in it of themselves evil. (laughs) Um, They are ideally an expression of our society, what we think is good, how we want to live, how we want to relate to each other. Uh, We take a part of all of our incomes and we fund a society that we think is best. It's a wonderful tool that we have as people who live together in a state. And it crosses crosses a whole bunch of lines from education, to bank regulation, to literacy, to uh, the Secretary of State's office, making sure businesses are actually businesses, to uh, financial institutions, making sure that they're responsible. I mean, Social Security, which we've talked about a lot. These are things that we have, tax, we have because we have taxes. They, we can't just talk about them in the evil sense of the word. And I actually would agree that things like vice taxes are not the great way because of the same reason. Um, we, uh, taxes are what we do uh, okay, to fund the down, things federal. that are important settle, to s- us. And down. I think there are a lot of things. We have a trifecta right now, the okay, DFL. Say, hey, 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 I'm done.
1: Well,
2: you're, you're neglecting the money line at the end. But that's okay, a- I All forget right. what
1: the money line was. It doesn't matter. By way of Buckley, Washington, <laughs> from Dan Schultz, who peruses the uh, interwebs.
2: Here's a guy that's so impatient he won't wait for his own soundbite.
1: <laughs> we now learn that uh, this young fellow, Andy Smith, has filed for bankruptcy. Uh, he's the owner of a movie uh Theater or something in a bookstore, and he's uh I thought it was coffee, uh, whatever.
5: Well, it's Grey Duck. Um, Grey Duck is the movie theater that is shut down.
1: Grey Duck Entertainment, he's uh, he has very few uh, assets and a couple hundred grand in liability, and he can't, uh, he's running out of dough. Uh, he claims the pandemic hit him, I don't doubt that. Uh, but in any event. The same guy telling you how great it is to have taxes uh, is going to have a little trouble paying his.
5: Well, he also said he um, uh, on his February 16th house floor debate that he offers employees at both of his businesses unlimited paid vacation and sick time. And at that point, that one of them was already that, closed. Well, that's the Let's key to this see. entire
2: thing, Joe.
1: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Re- I'm sorry. Repeat the line, Rook.
5: Uh, On a February 16th house floor debate, he he offers that he gives employees at both of his businesses unlimited paid vacation and sick time. And at that point, one of his businesses was already
2: closed. Joe, this is the very thing that this entire administration is campaigning for. And the reason that this particular fool is declaring bankruptcy. And so the fact that this, the irony of this is the fact that he can't even see the ruinous of their own decision-making and how it's going to affect all small businesses
1: across the entire state. Well, you, uh, Reeves, you've stumbled across more audio. This is from Representative Ginny Ginny Clevhorn. She's a DFLer, uh, District 42B. I think that's up your way, John, Plymouth Way, whatever. Uh, She's a uh, committee chair, state and local government finance and policy uh she's also on ways and means commerce ethics higher education she's a professional mediator by trade and she's in her third term she's married got three kids and this is what she had to say about taxes
7: you know i heard the word bureaucrat thrown around quite a bit tonight and bureaucrat what does that mean When I hear that, I think about the dedicated public servants who come to work every day in service of our state. These people do not deserve pejoratives. They deserve our gratitude. And they deserve to be paid in a way that they can afford to go to the grocery store and buy their groceries too. Uh, In this bill, we are fulfilling the investments that Minnesota's did in fact send us here to do, that's why we're here. Um, When we talk about, you know, crime in neighborhoods and we talk about uh, potholes and roads and crumbling infrastructure, it's because we failed to take the hard political decisions to raise the taxes, to fix the roads. That's what we were sent here to do.
1: Raise the taxes to fix the roads. <laughs> That's what they were sent here to do.
0: Bureaucrat, an official in a government <laughs> department, in particular, one perceived as being concerned with procedural correctness at the expense of people's needs. That's exactly what she is.
1: Well, <laughs> and she must have been referring to possibly the family leave bill that they're yes. wrestling with. Uh, which will in fact cripple small business people in this state. What what they're doing, and maybe not intentionally, I don't know Ginny Clehorn, but she sounds well dumb enough to to be party to it, perhaps subconsciously. These politicians are running a game on us. Uh I now believe that more than I ever have when I noted that Melvin Carter gave his State of the City address (laughs) yesterday. And he almost thought he was taking a victory lap by claiming that he's out in front of asking for an increase in the city sales tax to fix the roads. And how long the roads have been ignored. And at some point in his remarks, the remarks delivered, by the way, to a small crowd of city workers. Okay. You didn't, leave your, you didn't leave your job to go to his... You, we were allowed to. Anyone could have gone to his State of the City address. I did not go. I, um, but it was quite telling, wasn't it? He gave the address to government employees. And it was in his remarks that he also let slip that most of the city's budget goes to payroll. So if you're wondering why your potholes are the way they are, it's because they take the extraordinary amount of money you pay in property taxes, and they use it to fund the existence of the government. That that can't be disputed. That's what's happening. And it's happening for uh, many, many reasons. Principally, it's happening because it can. It's happening because they can get away with it. There's no opposition. There's no. There's no uh, newspaper opp- opposition. There's no television news opposition. There's no different party opposition. They're getting away with it because they can't, and they will get away with it until they can't. What's the stop, What's the stopping point? I, well, I'm not sure there is. There isn't one. But the mayor, uh, he wants, to, if, if anything comes up that we would expect to be paid for because of the money we already pay, that will require a new tax because the money you're paying supports the extraordinary size and bloat of what city government has become. I, who, who could possibly turn around the minds of the voters is beyond me. Those that even decide to show up. Who could possibly clean houses beyond me? Apparently the people of St. Paul and Minneapolis. And wherever you live, closest to the country's tallest buildings, you're just going to take it, apparently, until you can't anymore.
0: This is going to come to a sh- uh, as a shock to our friend Katie Lowry of St. Paul, mm-hmm. who on January 4th of this year says she's the big winner because her property taxes pay for clean water right out of the tap. Storm water, appropriately dealt with. Mm-hmm. Sewage dealt with, libraries, and St. Paul parks, they're amazing. She loves water aerobics at Great River Water Park. And using the pickleball courts and all the trails, streets, and bridges, constructing, maintaining, plowing them, and keeping them safe. Bike lanes and sidewalks, public schools, for goodness sakes, public safety, including inspectors, flood prevention, cops, firefighters, trees. Our urban canopy makes our city so much more beautiful and pleasant. Katie would be shocked to find out that it's all just going to bureaucrats.
1: <laughs> and then we're told the parks need upkeep, parks and Rec need upkeep, the uh, uh, public safety' in a shambles. Uh, Katie, we tried to get her on the show, but we she probably lives in a world where she's well insulated by people who are unfamiliar with our show. So no one no one could get to her and we can't find her. But she probably if she doesn't, does, in
2: fact, exist. Well,
1: <laughs> that and she might pay, you know, 600 bucks a year in property taxes. And if you pay 600 bucks a year, you might be predisposed to say, Look what I get. Right. Yeah. You
2: know, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. What's that, Joe? If you want to get what's good, Coming to you, uh, go to Grunhoffer's. Oh. Grunhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 in Hugo. It's Minnesota beef for Minnesota farmers. It's brats. It's double smoked ham and double smoked bacon and town ball meatloaf meatloaf and rookie burgers. But Rook, help me, it's every kind of meat. It's pork shoulders and chicken and it's, there's fish and it's oh, just amazing.
5: T-bones. T-bones. A filet. Uh-huh. A beef tenderloin. Oh, my God. And you know how to make it. 400 degrees. And they'll help for you if you don't know how. They will tell you how to do it, but that's how you cook uh, beef tenderloin.
1: It's the best. It it's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's in Hugo, the original location, right on yeah. Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and again in Forest Lake. Stuffed chicken breasts. Uh huh. They're fabulous. Sausages. I'll I say. love
0: sausages.
5: Oh,
1: of course you do. Salmon that Kenny chews on barehanded in his truck. His right. greasy Throws it down wheel. into the cup holder. Oh, And God. grabs it again. No. And in uh, Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35, it's Grunhofer's old-fashioned meat. It's beef from Minnesota farmers. All that beef is Minnesota-grown.
2: Hey guys, feel like it's harder to get in shape and stay in shape? Well, our new sponsor NuGenix Total Tea is offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Hey, I get it. You get older and your body changes. And I got tired of personally having the dad bod. If you're feeling a little less like your old self, you don't have to. You don't have as much time to work out anymore but you want that energy and you want the body you once had. Well, that's when I discovered NuGenix Total Tea and I felt revived. Working out like I used to. If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenix Total T testosterone booster with Testafin is going to help you turn back the clock. It's going to re-energize your workouts and you will get better results at the gym. And it's going to help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. Now here's the difference. Nugenix Total T contains man boosting key ingredients like testafin. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. While every product professes quality Quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With NuGenix Total T, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials, and NuGenix's formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. NuGenix Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC, and NuGenix Total T can help re-energize your life and help you get back the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. Now get a complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. This guy wears many hats,
8: just not indoors.
0: Joe Suchere. 2A items, things that go boom. DK Mags, they've been around in New Brighton since 99. Wide selection of all sorts of firearms, including pistols, revolvers. Oh, I was just talking over Jeff, wasn't I? That's all All right. All right. Yeah, they've got it all there, along with ammo, magazines, parts, accessories, and gunsmithing. They're a full-service joint offering the entire Twin Cities area and beyond with a fantastic website, dkmags.com. Special orders, no big deal. They'll be happy to help you find the exact unit you're looking for. They'll also buy your unwanted firearms and related items from just one single item to large estates. Contact DK Mags if that's a deal for you. They also do consignment and auction services, a wonderful staff A great selection. Fair prices. DK Mags. Old 8, New Brighton. And on the web,
1: dkmags.com. Maybe this is coming to us, considering that the people we've managed to elect seem particularly fascinated with the failure of California. Okay. Uh, It now develops that if you live in California, your electricity bill could be affected by how much money you earned. Assembly bill, 205 was approved last year, and it would break up customers' bills while at the same time giving customers relief on their rates. But Kathleen Dunleavy with Southern California Edison said, this is not a new charge. California's three largest power companies, Southern California Edison Pacific Gas and Electric, wasn't that a name of a band in the Hyde-Ashbury area? It was.
3: They had a great hit called Are You Ready? Are You Ready? For what?
1: And San Diego Gas and Electric submitted a joint proposal to the Public Utilities Commission outlining a fixed-rate restructuring that would be based on income. The plan would break down monthly bills into the fixed rate plus a reduced usage charge based on consumption. According to Dunleavy, fixed charges have always been built into the kilowatt hours that we use to power appliances and turn on the lights. Bills are mostly made up of two things, the kilowatt hours or the energy you use, and fixed costs for providing electric services. Fixed costs include things like building and maintaining the electric grid, providing customer support, energy efficiency programs, and more. So, what the state has asked the utilities to do is break out those charges for greater transparency so that when customers look at their bills, you're going to see that this amount is going to maintain the infrastructure and how my electricity uh, is provided. And then the amount represents how much I'm using. And then right now, the residential rate is 36 cents per kilowatt hour under the current proposal. That rate would be go down to 24 cents. Under the proposal, 1.2 million lower-income customers would receive an average of a 16% bill reduction. And uh, the people who pay more would would pay—the uh, people who earn more would would cover that and pay more. Is that fair? No, of course not. No. no.
0: How do they know what you make? Is this voluntary?
1: I'm sure they have means to find it from the— The state authority. Well, uh, uh, that in (laughs) itself seems corrupt to me. Well, look, California's corrupt. The state is still figuring out some of the particulars, including, uh, Kenny, how they'll determine customers' income. uh, But Dunleavy said it would be a state agency or a third-party vendor. The Catholic, no, the California Public Utilities Commission would have to approve the proposal and make the final decision by mid 2024. So
0: so is there a ceiling on how much you can pay instead of everybody paying a flat rate? They're going to look at the wealthier payers and, so,
1: and and there's just no ceiling, they'll just jack it up. Above 180 grand a year, you'd pay 85 bucks a month for one portion of the for the kilowatt hours. 69 to 180 grand a year, fifty-one dollars a month. Twenty-eight grand to sixty-nine grand a year, twenty dollars a month. And if you make less than twenty-eight grand a year, you'd pay fifteen dollars a month for electricity.
5: So if you're an actor and you do a hundred million dollars for a movie,
1: you're going to pay more than uh, somebody making twenty-eight grand a year. Okay, but it's the same electricity. Right, I your mean, your light your light bulb's the same as anyone else's light bulb.
5: Well, so they put this all together without having a real. Plan. It sounds like the utilities
1: are in favor of it. So, how long till that comes this way? I, mean, I just—I think I prefaced the piece right. by saying I wonder how long before we hear this. I, that's what I'm wondering. What yeah, is tomorrow. your prediction?
2: <laughs> Seriously, what is your prediction? Tomorrow.
0: Well, you know we're in—we're in. We're in uh, it's a contest between Minnesota and uh, California. It's a competition.
1: It certainly is when it comes to cars, isn't it? We, yep. we seem to follow everything they do, and it's just foolhardy, just terribly foolhardy. But they've got themselves sworn to the religion of removing carbon from the atmosphere. Imagine. Even though making an electric car does not re- remove any carbon from the atmosphere. It doesn't? No, you still have to have a plant, and oh. you have to have steel, and you have to have coal or whatever power No, I just plug it into plant. the wall,
2: Joe. Yeah. See, it comes right from there.
1: It's not a great return on energy spent. An EV is not great return on energy spent. And when people find out that after about 4 years use you might need a new battery for 10 grand, that's that's going to change a lot of minds too. See you. Yeah.
6: Imagine a future. No,
1: no, okay, no.
0: <laughs> I'm worried about meatheads being out on the road with a vehicle that can go from 0 to 60 in 2 seconds. Uh, I think 90% of the drivers on the road aren't ready for that.
1: I don't think 90% of the drivers on the road can afford an electric vehicle. Well, not a, not one from Elon, anyway. Uh, the, the statistics would show that most EVs are bought by affluent, white, urban people. Hmm. The kind that thinks it's great to ring the call to prayer five days a week. That well, kind of person.
2: If they're easy to carjack, though, won't we go after them then as well in this state? Uh... Based that, on that's previous... I,
1: that's interesting. I haven't heard of any electric vehicles being carjacked. I'm sure that's just because, statistically, there aren't enough of them to to be catching the attention of a carjacker. Mm. <laughs> but boy, wouldn't they have fun in one of those, considering they don't know how to drive anyway. But you wouldn't, And all of a sudden, they're going 60 yeah, in about two seconds. But when
2: you're a criminal, Joe, you're working on how many crimes can I commit with a, a, a carjacked vehicle... <laughs> Where I, you can't really stop to charge in the midst of
1: doing that. That's true. You could run out of juice. Right. And then not commit as many crimes as you intended it's to. It's ah. tougher. It's
2: tougher for business.
1: <laughs> Do you guys get the feeling? Uh, I, I'm not wishing ill on anyone. I know floods are terrible and terribly inconvenient, particularly if you've chosen to live in a floodplain. But are you getting the feeling that we're being sold uh, the flooding catastrophe particularly hard? This year?
0: Locally? Here. I really do.
1: I, I do, too. And gratefully, I don't think it's going to be as bad as predicted. I, I'm hoping it's not for the sake of the people who are, you know, their homes are threatened.
0: Do you happen to have the stats on how much snow we received this year versus last year? W- I, aren't
2: we fifth?
1: Not in front of me.
0: I because last up. year at this time, we had, without any rainfall, we had a lot of flooded fields and potholes that were um, flooding over and I I went for a walk and uh, both our prairie potholes and our woods potholes are lower this year than they were last year Hmm.
1: I did hear a uh, newscaster last night one of the local fellows say that because of last week's record temperatures no uh, one of the three days last week set a record okay two of them did not eclipse records that were established in the 30s. But one day last week was a new record. Did Sometimes it blow it you out get a the, new record.
0: Did it blow it out of the water, or was it just a degree or two?
1: A degree or two. Well, I have a nice note from Brent Haugen, who's giving a report on the flooding situation in the Fargo area. Oh, good. The Red River in Fargo yeah. is projected to crest Sunday at 34 and a half feet. This doesn't make the top 10 for spring flooding and will have a minor impact on the city. When I look at the historic information, this is one of the latest dates for a river crest on record for spring flooding. And you can go to the site. He linked me to water.weather.gov, and you can find these. Because what he did, uh, being a good GLer, he was doing the sense winds. Mm. Mm. Now let's go to the less populated areas, he writes. The Cheyenne River in Hardwood, North Dakota, my neck of the woods, is projected to crest on Sunday, but at 91.5 feet. If that comes true, it will be a top five flood. This is being driven by the large amount of snowfall this watershed received this winter. I took a drive past last night west of home and looked at some of the tributaries that feed into the Cheyenne, and they are all full, and water is going over township roads. Keep in mind, this land is flat as a table, and you can watch your dog run away for days. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> that land is so flat, I watched my dog run away for yeah. a week. He's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> The last comment I want to make is related to historical data. There is no data prior to the '97 flood for this river, the 1997 flood, which I believe is the first year the National Weather Service started to officially measure this river, meaning the Cheyenne. So when Lars, Helga, Ole and Lena settled this area, they had these floods, but no official record was made. Thank you, Brent. That's fantastic. That's paying attention. No, any notes, so finally? No sandbags needed for me. I'll be fine. I just need to prep my big truck to drive through some water, if needed, to get to and from home. Good luck. Brent from North Dakota.
2: At the uh, risk of being mocked by the rest of the staff, please. yeah, doesn't it matter just as much the degree to which the thaw comes as much as how much snow we
1: receive throughout the course of winter? no idea what you just asked. I do have, uh, oddly enough, I think I followed that. Okay, tell me. I, uh, I would think ones. it's not that stupid of a question. You're, Thank you. Well, Damn. what you're suggesting is a quick, warm thaw would be as devastating as a huge snowfall. Correct, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that... I guess, I don't know. I yeah. ain't no water, I ain't no hydrologist. No, I so ain't no hydrologist.
0: No a- answer me this, do you think... That uh, the people that rule over us made a mistake uh, with this disaster assistance bill, signing it into a law. It was a bipartisan bill. Walls signed it, and um it's already there. I think it's 40 mil, if I remember right.
1: This is right now for flood mitigation, you mean?
0: Yeah, a, bar, a bipartisan bill will replenish the state's disaster assistance contingency account with 40 million.
1: Okay. I don't think it's a mistake if the 40 mil gets put back in the general fund. If the 40 mil disappears and there was no need for it, then it's a mistake. Okay.
5: I judge my level of flooding by going over the 35E e bridge and to see the how The practice
1: that, freeway bridge?
5: Uh, yeah, yes. Well, right when you're off the practice freeway and uh, tilt my head down to see how good old PNY is doing. Yeah. And they're it has closed. Reached. Yeah,
1: it has reached. Oh yeah, but it's reached there since that club was founded in 1955. Right, they're used to it. Right, go there the night before they close; you get a hell of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we want selling. They don't everything. want to freeze all that food. Oh my God, they have a good <laughs> job. That's been uh, that's been very common there, all up and down the river. But I, again, we're being sold on it to be a calamity. I hope it turns out not to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, isn't. Well, uh, I get notices from MNDOT. We do have uh, road closures all over the state right yeah, now yeah. due to water over the roads. Right, so it, it's a real thing.
2: And are most of them, Kenny, in the typical spots we would have this time of the year too? Yeah, you know, rivers, cricks, yeah. etc. I is
1: don't that- know what a crick is. There's, a, I've I've heard of creeks.
2: Well,
0: like Minnehaha's, that's a crick. Oh, a that's creek. a crick. Yeah. yeah, I
1: always thought it was a creek. Nope, that's a crick. Do you have a pink water bottle? Last night on the news, they did a big piece on Delano. Are you going to allow that? (laughs) Oh. He's got a pink water bottle.
0: uh, Such. I think it was Delano, something I had never seen before, steel barrier walls. Yeah, I saw that. Like uh, erector sets
1: that they slapped up. With a rubber seal between the panels.
0: I thought that was fascinating. Me
1: too. Do you know where they have
5: those? Delano. South St. Paul. Do they? Right below the uh, airport. 494 bridge. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're ju- just big, huge walls. They're really cool when they're hooked up. And huh. then they just take them away.
0: I wonder what that costs you. That
5: probably costs a
1: pretty yeah. penny. Yeah, you I'm better get on the mirror. horn
0: with uh, Jimmy and uh, give him the old what for.
1: <laughs> That'd be a pretty, 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 pretty penny. Yeah. Why Think don't so. we have uh, John Hyde give us a newscast? You know, speaking of water... I love
2: water. Wow. I love clear water. I am drinking out of my pink water bottle. That's pathetic, by the way. What is that? Do you want the honest story? Yeah. Not really. It's my wife's water bottle, but I like it because it fits in my cup holder in my vehicle.
1: So does salmon from offers. So do your nylons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Good one. Anyway, the best water around is from my friends at Hofferman Water. Hofferman Water (laughs) has been a proud supporter of the Garage Logic podcast because I have been a customer of Hofferman Water and Connecticut for years. So, here's the deal. If you're looking at making the switch, now is absolutely the time for you to try to investigate if you are a candidate and the right person for Hofferman Water and Connecticut. So, give them a call. 952 894 It's busy this time of the year, so make sure you get on the schedule right now. 952 894 4040. Or visit their website, hoffermanwater.com, and you can see every type of system that they have to offer on their website. Doesn't matter. Maybe you're in the mood for a water softener, an iron rust, or odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system. The fine folks at Hofferman Water and Connecticut will take care of you. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Brock.
8: Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, it's a big number. A Here's
0: Joe Suchere. Rain today, rain tonight, it rain tomorrow. Ooh, almost.
9: Band, sits finish school, in college if you can. <laughs> then he gave me a wink. Said you don't have to work that hard.
1: I'll keep this going a minute.
9: You're going to find out. Girls love guys with guitars.
0: So
9: I got myself a six-drink, an amplifier too. Started up a band playing funky country blues. From that very first show, they came running from a near and far. Yeah, they did. I guess Daddy was right. Girls love guys with guitars.
0: This rain we're having, uh, makes the pro turf customers happy. It's going to green things up, make that lawn luscious. Professional turf.com. If you want the best lawn on the block, they've been doing it for a long time, 80, since 82. And that means they're a little old fashioned in their approach. They're not going to give you a phone qu- a quote when a quote, excuse me, when you call them up. They're going to come right out there and a the tech is going to walk your yard and determine what needs what. That's what you get with 35 years of experience. They'll combine that experience with your ideas and create a service program that's going to absolutely exceed your wildest dreams. You'll have your own fertilizer and weed control plan, environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. You will have the best lawn on the block. Healthy, free of crabgrass, dandelions, and broadleaf weeds. Just click on ProfessionalTurf.com.
1: Gun height.
3: Thank you, Joe. Uh, this news is brought to you by Professionalturf.com. dot com. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall's set to give the state of the state address tonight. <laughs> that address will happen during a joint session of the state legislature at this State Capitol House chamber, seven o'clock tonight. House Minority Leader Lisa DeMuth and Senate Minority Leader Mark Johnson will provide a response after Wall's address. Uh, Speaking of speeches, uh, Joe, uh, you talked a bit about this. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter gave his state of the city yesterday. Uh, He said, uh, as you said, it it sounded like he was taking a victory Lab. for some reason. He said he sees the transformation of the former Ford site into the Highland Bridge development as a symbol of his vision for the capital city, vibrant, sustainable, and innovative. He also used the podium to make yet another pitch, a podium, excuse me, to make another pitch for the St. Paul 1% local sales tax proposal, which would collect nearly $1 billion for street and park maintenance over 20 years. Uh, That would have to be approved by the legislature and St. Paul voters before it happened. He also used the speech to honor three city employees who helped a critically wounded teenager who was shot outside the Oxford Community Center in January. Also, he highlighted the inheritance fund and to talk about the fact that over half of the city council will be leaving the council this year.
1: Wasn't there a state of the state speech when Dayton came out and he tipped over? Yes. Remember that? He, uh, I don't remember Yes, that.
5: He, fe- he fell or did.
1: He looked a little weary or something. Yeah.
2: I have a question about the Ford Bridge site, Jen. Yeah. What, what was the What were the, the words that you it's used? It's sustainable
3: and all. It's made no, up vibrant cars. and what was that? The transformation, vibrant, sustainable, and innovative—a symbol of his vision for Saint Paul.
1: Isn't most of that still vacant? Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's underway. There are completed projects, but it's not by any stretch of the imagination done. Okay. January 24th, 2017,
5: Governor yeah. Dayton collapses while delivering the State of yeah. the State
1: he tipped, he address. You went right into the
0: taters. I, I hate driving for Ford Parkway. It's just riddled with anxiety.
1: Too much going on there. No. Okay. Too much yeah. vibrancy is no, yeah. None of what we've vibrancy. discussed has anything to do with Ford Parkway, but that's okay. Well, that's... what
2: what what is the
0: Ford um, runs from the river up to? That's Snowden. Ford Parkway. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. Stop making left turns in front of me. Obey okay, yeah. the stoplights. What what are you doing, asshole? Whoops! Ass hat. Whoa, uh, you know, girl. you can't park it's, there. Can going to well, get
9: out. You,
5: ah. you zip into Five Guys, run into molar.
0: I the mean, best. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only reason to go over there is to drop in on molars and see what they can do for me.
8: Yeah. Is that your fourth restaurant plug today? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get to Tanucci's.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to tell you the
5: truth, Tanucci's is rebuilding. They had a bad fire, and now they are they completely gutted everything. Uh, the crew over there, Mark and his crew, are, uh, it's going to be a brand new restaurant. Hmm.
2: When well, did that happen? I was unfamiliar that they had a fire. fairly re- Fairly
0: recent. It's, they I mean, took it's that good. bookstore out of there, didn't they?
2: There, I used to go to
0: a Half Price, and then there was a full-price uh, store across the street. Yeah. In, on Ford
1: Parkway? Uh, yeah. There's a half price book
0: still. Yeah, the half price is there, but what was the one
1: across oh, the street? Oh, B. Dalton, that's 25 years ago. Oh, man,
3: know. yeah. They went out of business yeah. 20 what? years ago. B. Dalton, uh, or... Uh, not B. Yeah, Dalton. B. Dalton's left. Powers.
0: Anyway, John, Phil <laughs>
3: Medtronic, a major medical device company based here, is planning to cut jobs in the next few months. The company, which has its executive headquarters based in Minneapolis, declined to specify how many employees will be affected. Erica Winkles is their senior director of corporate public relations. She told our friends at Five Eyewitness News that certain employees started to learn about the layoffs yesterday. Winkles didn't respond to an inquiry about any early uh, retirement or severance packages for affected employees, but she did say they will be treated with fair, consistent processes and provided with comprehensive transitional resources.
0: Barnes and Noble. The last time I went in there, they were half the size that they used to be and didn't have but crap in there.
1: Yeah, well, they're gone. There's a target
3: there now. Yeah. Uh, Channel 9 here in the Twin Cities reporting a Bloomington police officer and candidate for Hennepin County Sheriff last election, Jay Hansen, was arrested last month for misdemeanor drunken driving. The 38-year-old Hansen ran for Hennepin County Sheriff in 2022, lost in the nonpartisan primary to Dewana Witt. Hansen ran to replace former Sheriff David Hutchinson, who himself was convicted of crashing his county-owned SUV while driving drunk. Airport police arrested Hansen March 25th, 3.05 in the morning. He was driving west on Highway 62 near 13th Avenue South, a quarter mile west of MSP property. According to the airport police incident report, the traffic stop was conducted for a moving violation. He was booked for fourth-degree DWI and released about two hours later. Hansen has been with the Bloomington police since 2014. Prior to that, he was a Lakeville police officer. Hanson declined comment through his attorney. Bloomington police haven't responded to any questions regarding his status with that department.
1: Oh, I almost forgot. I got an emailer from a Lake Minnetonka resident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no ice update? Who believes, according to him, <laughs> ice went out of Minnetonka Mondays. I, that is so weird. Yeah. I was literally just going to read this I email
2: from Jim. Uh, here we go. Lake Minnetonka Ice Out declared 8:35 this morning. Oh, really? Let's not
5: get into times. Let's uh, dates are. (laughs) I'm taking Jim's (laughs) word
1: for it. That's 7:14. Well, was that declared by officials with badges? With Jim, yes. All right, because my guy, (laughs) he said he declared it, but that means you got to get a boat from shore to shore. There's a lot of bays on that lake. Okay. Who's Kraut Kramer? Who? What Kraut Kramer? What's that? Is that the White
5: Bear Lake person?
2: That's not ringing a bell. Janet.
5: Creamer. Dumb question,
2: I but totally is easy. there somebody official that actually does that? Sure. Yeah, oh, Rick. All right. Rick.
3: Rick, Rick, Rick does off? it
5: for
2: us. Rick down at the bait shop. Rick marbles <laughs> He's got the
0: red wigglers. Yeah,
3: he does. Uh, speaking of uh, water, let's continue. Possible flooding now an issue in parts of Minnesota, of course, as we talked about, including in Stillwater. And uh, if you watched our friends at Five Eyewitness News lately, uh, people are coming in. Tourists to watch the water rising yes flood tourism yeah the mayor of stillwater alluded to the concept called it flood tourism uh colleen gehrig is the owner of iggy's live music and street food in stillwater she said it's fun to see everybody wandering around it's actually a bonus for the businesses she says her business has increased up to 25 percent on some nights due just to the folks coming in looking at the water she says on their slower nights they've seen an increase in people and sales she says it has Uh, been good. Uh, I can add one thing to the Fargo-Moorhead thing, too. I looked it up yesterday after we talked about it. I had remembered they had done some uh, improvements there with, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What do you put up to stop? uh, Sandbags. Flood walls? Uh, Flood walls, that sort of thing. Yeah, they've done that uh, in parts of Moorhead and parts of Fargo. Ah. Plus, they're in the midst of a Red River diversion a thing, which will take more water away from those two cities. One of the reasons they're not flooding as before. As yeah.
5: they used to. I, I know so, that in um, uh, oh, by the Red River, they are sandbagging, but downtown Minneapolis, they're teabagging.
3: God. Um, all right, well, let's continue with Chaska the news. Chaska has
0: taken great measures oh, in yeah. downtown, uh, downtown Chaska at Highway 41. If you want to have some real fun, and I recommend uh, drivers of all ages try this Remove the barriers um, that are blocking a, a <laughs> flooded highway and hit that flood at about 80 miles an hour. See what happens. No. It's just, no. that's the funnest thing you can ever do. That's the That spray does not going. represent you might, the official
1: position be, of Before you do logic. that,
0: you should call your family and bid them adieu. Yes. Uh, but then, I mean, your final moments are going to be fun as hell. You're
5: going right? to go out on top.
2: Well, yeah. I, I was yeah. watching, Kenny, I was watching a news report this morning, and they had a video in Glencoe, and then there was a guy with his cell phone out taking. a am thinking, well, who's he going to show this to? Who gives a damn? Yeah, look at this here, River. It's just for historic, historical, historical purposes for my family.
3: <laughs> Send it to his family; yeah, they'll uh, never based believe on this. the email
1: ass. we get, there are some idiots who will try this. So I don't think you should be giving that recommendation. <laughs> GL approved. <laughs> Guess well, they they know they, they know I'm serious, Joe. Yeah. Come on so well, that's my point. There are many that don't that do think you're serious. <laughs>
8: Well, that's God weeding out the stupid, is what that is. Listen to Uncle Kenny. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I heard a guy on the podcast, yeah. he said it was okay yeah. to do e- it. 80 miles an hour.
3: Yeah, Kiss your ass you know goodbye. Is, you'll, have, you'll have guys on social media thinking he is serious making, you know, telling us what an idiot he is. That's kind of the way it usually works. Gonna go you, know, out, you know what occurs go
1: on Twitter? You know what occurs on Twitter? Tell me, Joe. Mm, a lot of mansplaining. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I had a little fun yeah. with that... Uh, Tweet yesterday, the uh, legislator from Chanhassen who said, Oh, yeah, solar is the new corn. Yes, sir. So I did a GL tweet and I said, Okay, that's great, but what are we supposed to eat? And then all these. Yeah. People respond, well, you know, we only uh, eat a certain percentage of the corn, the rest of you
8: for uh, cattle feed. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, sugar, uh, uh, pal, uh, well. I'm
1: talking
2: about the greens, not necessarily you know, corn. Uh, I, I don't want to start a campfire here, but uh, you know that we also have a lot of mansplainers in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, I get the emails.
8: <laughs> well, actually, uh, of of thought thought.
0: by the way, uh, <laughs> shout out to wow. Bert, who took a swing at me. You read an email f- about, from him yesterday or the day before, and I said, "Bert, get out of my head." Bert responded via email. Well, there's a lot of room. In there.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wow! Bert, Bert, wow. Bert, set Bert, set up a lunch <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> <open>. That's <laughs> yeah. for
3: you, Bert. That's good. I uh, guess that <laughs> the Minnesota Zoo will soon be able to enjoy some new views. The Zoo's Treetop Trail will open. This July, the 28th, after the project broke ground last spring, it's a walking trail. It's about one and a quarter miles long, and it takes you about 32 feet above the ground. Zoo official says it's an immersive and accessible journey that'll give guests year-round access to hundreds of acres of forests, ponds, marshes, and of course, since it's a zoo. Wildlife. I know you don't can like
1: the, can the animal? Can a bear jump that high? I wonder.
3: No, uh, I don't. I, I don't want to be unsafe. Thirty-two feet. I would prefer to do that
0: seriously long walk um, th- with the Roycey method. Yeah, Not just in you, in know, a you know, car. Yeah, put me in a convertible or a go kart or something.
3: Uh, before we do any more news, I'll tell you we're about a week and a half away now. From uh, if you're a rock and roll uh, history buff, if you're a Oh, I don't know. I just like things in general that involve music. Mickey Dolenz is bringing his monkeys, celebrated by Mickey Dolenz Show, to the Pantages Theater. Mickey sang a lot of monkey tunes, including... You know that one. Last Train to Close Something, area. Very good, Joe. Last train to Clarks yeah. You win. Yeah. Name that tune for today. Uh, Mickey, wow. of course, is the only surviving member of the Monkees. Mm-hmm. If you know their history, he's saying about 70% of the, their songs, including that one and Pleasant Valley Sunday, I'm a Believer, and lots more. Uh, still good tickets. You can get them as low as 43 bucks by going to Ticketmaster.com or www.talekpresents.com. That's T-A-L-U-K. Mickey will perform that evening with a full band, and uh, not only that, lots of old video clips, pictures, and never before seen home movies of Mickey and the boys in the band on a large screen. That's... Are you old
1: enough to remember the television show Circus Boy? No, I'm not. Well, that was Mickey Dolan's as a kid. He was, was really, yep. yeah, yeah. Th- this, um, this discussion that he's
0: having there, that's that's why I'd go. I'd yeah, love would to be just fun. sit there and throw questions at him
3: and listen to stories. That'd be fun. Well, there was—I told you guys yesterday about a clip I saw where he was talking about hanging out in a swimming pool, just swimming. When Stills, Stephen Stills, walked up to him, it, it was in Laurel Canyon because that's where they all lived. And just said, hey, I just wrote this song. You want to give it a listen? Let me know what you think. And he sang for what it's worth, which, of course, became a huge hit for stills in the Buffalo Springfield. So there'll be lots of stories like that.
0: You know what? I would, if I could, I'd ask him about their experience with the Jimi Hendrix uh, deal.
3: Yeah. That would be interesting. What a weird bill. For them.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, That was a weird
3: bill. It, uh, it was their idea to have it happen and they all knew it wouldn't go well <laughs> but they said you know what this guy needs to be exposed to U.S. audiences yep, and took him yep. out anyway uh, it's going to be fun Mickey Dolan's it's Saturday April 29th at the Pantagus Theatre in Minneapolis uh, Ticketmaster.com or www.talicpresents.com T-A-L-U-K you're going to want to take that one in at the Pantagus in a week and a half
5: You know, several weeks ago, we told you about the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program in Garage Logic here. As one of the largest private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota, Minnesota Masonic Charities is proud to support the young people of Minnesota. This year, they launched a brand new scholarship program. It's unlike anything I've ever seen, they call it the Selfless Scholar. The way this scholarship program works is very unique. Instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, this scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves and recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. Pretty, deep, pretty neat deal. And after receiving hundreds of wonderful stories, MMC has finalized the recipients for 2023 over the course of the next several weeks. I'll be sharing some of those stories with you, our wonderful Garage Logic listeners. One other cool thing about the scholarship is the 15000 $5,000 scholarship money are split between the nominator and the nominee. What a great idea. Thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story, and the person whose story got the attention of a peer. I'm looking forward to hearing some of these inspiring stories. I hope you are as well. I want you to stick around. If you want more information, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org, 5960.
0: Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. I forgot to tell you guys that
5: we stopped at the uh, oh, National no. Eagle Center down in uh, uh, Wabasha. I'll,
1: I'll excuse that.
5: Yeah, it was it was really neat. Yeah. I was the hit of the lobby when I grabbed an eagle puppet and stood up and started singing on Eagles Wings. <laughs> I had the entire Jeez. God,
0: what an embarrassment!
5: So I'm gonna post that on Twitter. I hope you'll give it a watch.
0: And, yeah, and here's
5: what.
1: Raise you up on and
0: Eagles Wings. E- here's what you're going to do. You're going to tag every single TV and radio host in the market because you are so God-blessed needy.
2: Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access. Invites to exclusive events. An emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at
1: garagelogic.com Oh, Oh, baby. Nice. Hey now.
0: You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Cigure.
1: Uh, He's Joe. all over the map with genre. Joe, uh, can I have this dance? Turn
9: on the magic moonlight Soft as a sweet perfume Baby, I'm a real good man But I got it bad for you Just like a song that'll play
1: He's got good side people, people,
9: doesn't he? Oh, yeah. You
0: can't lock Jeff into one genre. Nope. You just can't do it. Uh, And this is all off the
2: same disc, Kenny. All the songs I've been playing today are off the same disc. So, sorry. Go ahead. It's amazing. No wonder he sells so much music. Yeah, the
0: guys at Tri-State Bobcat GLers, you can lock them into the uh, genre of having really cool equipment. All sorts of brands, including the famous Toro, the absolute leader in lawn care. Get yourself a Toro, change your life, especially a zero-turn mower. Wow, can you mow fast? It makes mowing fast and fun. Right now, Tri-State still has last year's 54-inch time cutter zero-turns with the My Ride suspension. It's like riding on a flying carpet. $42.99. Current model year, the 50 inch time cutter, $37.99. You can see all these deals and so much more at the website, tristatebobcat.com. You can also get yourself a pretty darn powerful battery powered handheld piece of lawn equipment. Uh, when Toro did it, they went all in the 60 volt power source with the Toro Flex Force system. That runs the string trimmers, the hedge trimmers, and the leaf blowers. That makes the units themselves very light because the battery pack is in backpack form. Super powerful. uh, It keeps you uh, working all day long. It's amazing technology from Toro and definitely worth looking into a Tri-State Bobcat. Great deals and more. Uh, You'll find them in Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, plus down in Owatonna, Mankey's Equipment, and on the web, tristatebobcat.com.
3: In other news, Fox News agreeing to pay $787.5 million to Dominion Voting Systems, settling that lawsuit brought by the company that was repeatedly smeared on air with proven wrong claims of helping to rig the presidential election. The figure, the largest publicly disclosed monetary settlement ever in an American defamation action, averted what could have been an even costlier outcome for Fox and its parent company. Fox Corp had it gone to a jury. Dominion had asked for $1.6 billion and several pretrial rulings had strengthened the claims. The settlement agreement came with only a grudging acknowledgement by Fox that it had been wrong in repeatedly airing the false statements that backed up President Trump's claims of election fraud after the 2020 election. Fox hosts and guests had repeatedly depicted Dominion, the maker of voting machines and software, as at the heart of a conspiracy to change votes to hand Joe Biden the election, even though emails showed that Fox hosts that themselves didn't believe the claims some folks were upset that Dominion agreed and didn't put Fox through a legal ringer but there are still problems looming for the network they now have to contend with a second defamation suit filed by a different voting machine company Smartmatic USA which is asking for 2.7 billion, dollars, and Fox investors are also lining up with their own lawsuits, alleging that Rupert Murdoch and other board members were derelict in their duties by allowing Fox News to promote election (laughs) lies, which harmed the network's reputation as a news organization, according to the lawsuits.
1: I got a question. Got
3: to unpack here.
1: If I said something on the air that cost Hubbard Broadcasting, Inc. $775 million, wouldn't I be fired? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You
2: know. uh, okay.
1: Why aren't any of those Fox people getting fired?
5: <laughs> because they still must believe in them, even though I think they have.
1: No, off air, they were all saying Trump's crazy, and this this didn't happen, and on and on and on.
7: I don't get so that reference.
2: Like, I'll do it when we're not either. recording the show. Oh, huh? but Joe's right how are all these people allowed to keep their jobs is my question
1: okay you went on the air and you lied and we know that off air you didn't you you were uh you were celebrating the idea that you knew this was all bogus but then you went on the air and lied why do you get to keep your job i don't get it if you admit you're wrong 775 million is a hell of an admission how do they A lot of those kind of lawyers are in BMW stores today.
3: mm
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's all I
3: had to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think any of us have any answers, Joe. I think that's the problem. Yeah.
0: No, I have an answer. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And in the case of HBI, it has
3: happened. Yeah.
0: And rightfully yeah. so. Yeah.
3: Morning console. Get Did it now? Got it now. Oh, okay. I good. got it now. <laughs> oh, I, Chris, That's I just got it. Got
2: too. It. God. I don't, he I don't, even don't know, know what, what you're talking to about.
3: That's okay. I got it, Chris. Morning Consult considered a highly accurate polling system. He'll Said have it, to be told.
5: Yes. He's speaking I re- about, I refer to you in the third person yeah. while you're in the room.
3: Yeah. Says at the moment, Donald Trump has a large lead on other Republican presidential hopefuls. Their latest poll has Trump at 53%, Ron DeSantis at 24%, Mike Pence at 7%, and lots of others bringing up the rear below Pence. DeSantis saw several prominent Republicans back Trump this week, while other candidates, including Trump, took swipes at DeSantis's running feud with the Disney company. I think Hubbard's number's a little bit lower than 750. That's funny because...
0: I didn't yeah, get that, the Reavers reference when I made my own reference.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, well, but they were the real, same reference. Right. <laughs> right. Me too. And in my mind, that's the one going through my head, and I didn't get uh, Chris's reference. But
0: he landed on his feet. We Kenny, all I absolutely. made a seafoam no, mistake.
1: No, no. Oh, no. I used it as a degreaser. Uh, did it work? It Yes, but it doesn't dry. It right, right. So right. now, if well, you walk you through mean? it, you 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 leave a seafoam footprint on a surface where I didn't use the seafoam. Um, the seafoam top engine cleaner will
0: take care of that. It, that dries dry. Have to try it's that like down. it's like a carb cleaner. Yeah. <coughs> what, what is it? The floor? Yeah. And is it a bare concrete floor, or has it got a treatment it's on treated. it? It's eh, treated. You might want to be careful with that then.
1: Well, hell, are you cleaning out a carburetor? No, I moved Flush a car. it out. I, it out. I moved a car that had left its mark on the uh, floor. And don't I thought, you lay down cardboard? What's yeah, I do. It, never mind. It's a long story. My point you is, uh, My point is <sighs> that seafoam is a great. Uh, it um, great to get rid of the oil, but it doesn't. It doesn't go away.
0: I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to knock a few knack points off your yeah. off your list. I'm yeah, sorry, Yeah, but you Joe. know what?
1: You can't really use gas anymore because the gas is so bad that that also doesn't necessarily dry. Yeah, I do. So know. there's a question for GLers: What product can you put on a treated floor that will take care of the uh, the oil spill you're trying to clean, but also itself disappear?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I use Floor Dry. Well, I didn't. I, I do miss the radio days when you'd wander the hallways looking at old pieces of cardboard. Oh, I got
1: some great cardboard. Oh, yeah. I love cardboard. <laughs> uh, do you need some? No. I've got I to no. thin the... Uh, no, we're earth. good. We're good. i got too much. Uh,
2: Tommy Schneider also checking in with a photo. Lake Minnetonka ice out in Ooh. effect.
1: Am I going with the 19th or the 17th? I think you're going to have to go with the 19th. Okay. All right. Uh, This
2: also declared by the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office.
1: Oh, there you go. Well, then let's add ice out today, Minnetonka, 2001 and 2023. Bingo.
3: Two teens have been arrested in connection with that deadly shooting at a birthday party in Alabama over the weekend where four victims were killed, 32 others injured. Tyreek McCullough, 17, and Travis McCullough, 16, have each been charged with four counts of reckless murder. I don't mean this mean, but Tyreek didn't have a chance from birth. You know why? Here's here's how his name is spelled. Mm T-Y space R-E-I-K. They both have been charged as adults. The suspects were arrested and officially charged on Tuesday... The shooting took place at a crowded birthday party in the small town of Dadeville, located about 60 miles northeast of Montgomery, according to the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. Oklahoma Sheriff's Office says a newspaper's audio recording in which the sheriff and other county officials are reportedly heard talking about killing two journalists and hanging black people was illegal oh and predict God. felony charges will be filed because of the taping so that's what they took out of it a post on the sheriff's office facebook page the agency's first public comment since the comments by sheriff kevin Clardy and others were reported does not address the recorded discussion at all The threatening comments by the officials have sparked outrage and protests in Oklahoma. Governor Kevin Stitt and State Representative Eddie Dempsey, both Republicans who represent the area, have called for Clardy and the others to resign. NAACP leaders in Oklahoma also called for the FBI and the Department of Justice to investigate. Bruce Willingham, the longtime publisher of the McCurtain Gazette News, said the recording was made March 6th when he left a voice-activated recorder inside the room after a county commissioner's meeting because he suspected the group was continuing to conduct business and that would be in violation of the state's open meeting law. Well, the newspaper then released portions of the recording. Uh, Jennings tells Clardy and Manning, quote, I know there are two deep holes, dug. if you ever need them, talking about the newspaper men. I've got an excavator and I know two or three hit men, adding that they're very quiet guys. After that in the recording, the council member complains about not being able to hang black people like in the old days. Oh, wow. Saying they got more rights than we got jail administrator earlier Hendricks is also present during the conversation uh, nobody else from the sheriff's administration has made any comments since then i would Eddie think those would be considered
1: concerned. threats wow you think
3: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i brought in a story just for kenny and joe all
0: right Neither. no i don't want to do this anymore i'm done talking about this
1: you're done well, I, I don't even know what he's talking about. I can't, so I I'm so
0: deep into physics right now, which is so beyond me, that I, I just I need to put this Boy, away. I wish
1: I knew what the oh. f- topic was.
2: Right, go I'll,
3: I'll, go, uh, ahead, the go lead, ahead. The leader of the Pentagon's UFO Identification Office, who recently speculated about the potential for an alien mothership in the solar system and extraterrestrial technological probes visiting Earth, is testifying in a rare congressional hearing. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the recently formed All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, will appear as the sole witness in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee today. He will talk about the mission, activities, oversight, and budget of the office that was created by the Pentagon last year. Their goal is identifying and attributing unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, more commonly known as UFOs. Kirkpatrick's high-profile testimony comes as Congress has pushed the U.S. intelligence community and the Pentagon in recent years to be more forthcoming about what they know about UFOs detected above the skies of the U.S. It also comes just over a month after a draft paper he co-authored through Harvard University was published with the abstract titled Physical Constraints on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena and with its exploring extraterrestrial
0: the money's all going to be shifted to other top secret uses why are we allowing the government to lead the charge here how come the nations the world's top physicists aren't doing this independent studies from people who are actually true scientists they never give us the name uh, names in the groups that are studying this why should we trust anything they say everything they say uh, as far as i'm concerned is a lie Plus, when
1: you consider the politicians that we deal with, they're not capable of something
5: like this. No, no, no. I'm with you, Kenny. I want the top private guys instead of the
0: government. Real physicists. Get them on the case. This is the the
1: year you'll know. This is the year you'll know. Full
2: disclosure from these people. Tell us. Because it's all lies from the
8: government. I did. Whoops.
2: I did nope. not know that John was going to bring this story, but I have some of that testimony right here. You wanting the top people in yeah, charge of this. Yeah. I can predict be the there
6: should not be one billionaire in America. You know why? None. Why? And I'll tell you why. Okay? Yeah. Because there is nobody that works hard enough to earn a billion dollars and my argument is this, the two jobs I did in my life that were physically the most demanding and mentally the most difficult that I ever did, paid me the least amount of money. Yeah. One was going through buds, and I challenge any billionaire to put up with six weeks of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Got sixty-two dollars every two weeks. Navy, you know. And the second was right before I went in the Navy. (laughs) I had a job with the Minnesota Highway Department. Yeah. Couple bucks above minimum wage. Yeah. Holding up a shuttle. I worked for the bridge crew, and you know what my job was? <laughs> what? I worked a four-day work week, yeah. 10 hours a day, so I could have Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the weekend. Yeah, for yeah. a You're 18, weekend. of course yeah. you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I worked 40 hours and four days on the bridge crew, and guess what I did? Ran the 80-pound jackhammer. I challenge any billionaire to to, to, to run the jackhammer for 40 hours (laughs) one week and tell me he works harder than that. I, no, I want
1: this guy That's in charge why of special investigation?
6: Listen,
0: <laughs> listen, you bosom lickers. He's making a great point. Oh. Why is it that the guys and gals that work the hardest in this country get paid the least? That's a good point. L- listen to this. I get called a commie. And listen to kids. They're taking I don't, the least <laughs> risks. I, I'm not taking away um, from the work that billionaires do, and I disagree with them on that. But these guys work. Way harder than the rest but of us. Re- I,
8: I agree with Kenny. Right now, he's taking the jackhammer and running with it. <laughs> the reason I when I found that, what is that? I, it's, it's him recent. at some
2: forum. It's just recent. Yeah, too, it's, right. It's you know? only a couple of days old, but yeah, I found yeah. it yesterday afternoon. Shouldn't be a billionaire. And I'm in here just
6: dying. Right. I want any billionaire. billionaire. It's Jesse
2: uh, doing Will Sasso as
8: Jesse. Yes. He just keeps. I want any billionaire to pick up the jackhammer and start lumbering some concrete while he's making a billion of bucks. Oh, I I don't, I don't know. I l- I love that man. Oh, it's I, I do too. I, I love myself. He probably don't love you more than me. I don't know.
0: He'd be so fun to do a show with. My God, it would be fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> hey, well, neither I didn't am I. Listen see? to the show, but tell Such yeah.
8: yesterday when he was talking about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will go.
1: Say, maybe your business isn't worth a billion dollars, and according to Jesse, you shouldn't even exist yeah. if you're a billionaire. Tortillas.
8: You want to buy a tortilla? It's a billion bucks. <laughs> But you gotta get by the jackhammer. Have
0: you ever gone in the ring with a hyena? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or whatever it was. A polar polar bear fever. You're on Eckbert
1: Lambert's <laughs> time right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> You're tell, on tell me Eckberg about, about the Eck. Don't
8: go on the lamb, but tell me about the Eck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to tell you. Let's you gotta plan for business succession. You don't want that to all fall apart and have somebody like if Jesse had walk in. you've a jackhammer
8: in. in your family for generations, the lamb is going to protect it for your family. <laughs> well,
1: you, well, you're thats Well, you not far you off. You might have a nice jackhammer. You're not far off su- uh, succession planning. <laughs> uh, you know what, Eck? 59, ek, Hey, the lamb. Yeah, we're going to good copy on this one. Oh, okay, whether you're an individual that needs an estate plan or a business that you can all go to hell. Yeah. That business I feel that, like I'm there right now. <laughs> A, b- a business that needs I'm sorry Eckberg lammers you're yep. gonna you know what they'll take care of everything you don't yes, have to will. foul it up when the when you gotta sell it or pass yep. it on to family members they take care of the whole thing and unlike our former governor they would uh, they would acknowledge your success as a billionaire
8: you know my brother and I when my parents took
1: small <laughs>
8: they had a small treasure chest. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my dad hid the money under the carpet. Right under the carpet. Yeah. You don't need to hide money under the carpet. Small business owners, plan for your transition. Medium, big business, whatever. You got to take care of your ownership interest to keep family business in the family. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm surrounded by these people uh, that don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, You call Eckberg Lammers. Tell them you heard about it on this show if you dare. 651 4392878 or visit com.
8: You know my brother's name was Jan yep and uh, he was a tough kid. It was like a, a boy named Sue,
1: right? <laughs> you
8: know? <laughs> All right everybody. Okay, the
5: time is now for you to get in touch with welterheating.com. Yes, your furnace limped through winter. Have you thought about your air conditioning unit yet?
1: No. no, it's too cold. Well, you I know, jackhammer. You, you
5: turned it off. If you need a jackhammer, <laughs> call Welter. If you turned it off and it was making sounds, it's still going to be making those same sounds. So be proactive with Welter right now. Give them a call at 612-825-6867. Better yet, you want a freebie? Go to their website, welterheating.com. They have frequently asked questions, and they have free answers. Rick has put a whole bunch of stuff together, so you might have your question answered without somebody coming out to see you. 612-825-6867, four generations, 100 years under their belt, and they can fix your furnace, your air conditioner, your air purification system, or maybe just answer questions. I've worked with these people, and I can tell you they are the professionals that I'm telling you about 612-825-6867 or online at welterheating.com. Call them and let them know you heard it from The Rook.
0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. More Jeff
9: Dayton? Yes, sir. His room is full of letters, photographs, and cards. His old friends come to visit, but he don't know who they are. Long slow train out of town. A lifetime full of memories well, well, a of, uh, Glenn.
1: Glenn,
0: yeah.
9: On a long slow train out of town.
0: Okay, before I cheer up here, it's a great song, by yes. the
5: way. I had my what? wife listen to it. We just lost her mom to oh. Alzheimer's, and oh. uh, that
0: was pretty yeah. <sighs> Well, thanks for setting me up, yeah, fellas. Okay. Appreciate that. Kenny she, was a big okay. fan.
5: Kenny, she was a big fan of you. Oh. Okay. That's a pickle. <laughs> so me so he lost one. There's a segue. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so
0: GL is wondering what the widest selection means. Well, in the case of Moon Motorsports in Monticello, it means, well, it means what you think it means the largest selection of power sports brands. But the difference at Moon Motorsports is that it also means. They specialize in every riding style imaginable. Moon has four brands of ATVs and side by sides from Honda to Can Am, Yamaha, Polaris, but their selection covers riders who, well, they ride hard with the sports rigs. You know that it's fun, full throttle fun. Uh, riders who use their rigs for utility and for work. That, that's, that's me. Hi, I'm Kenny and riders who are all about recreation trail riding, having fun with the family nine brands of motorcycles at moon motorsports they offer so much for the adventure riders from small nimble adventure small displacement bikes to larger display uh, displacement their selection of bmw ktm triumph honda yamaha ducati and husqvarna it means they have more adventure riding options than any other shop in the region they're up there in Moon Mo- in, uh, Monticello, Moon Motorsports, ATV, side-by-sides, adventure motorcycles. They're the brand leaders. Check them out on the web, moonmotorsports.com.
1: Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Limans, whose travels can be followed at worldwidewaftage.com. It was on this day. Joe, today is April 19th. In 1858, the year of statehood. The Yankton Dakota ceded the area around their Pipestone Quarry in Pipestone County to the United States, but retained free access to the quarry. How do you like that? Huh.
0: That that Pipestone in Minnesota was traded by tribes across the United States. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, yeah, it's a big deal among the
1: natives. On this day in 1865. Four one nine. On a national day of mourning for President Abraham Lincoln, St. Paul businesses closed and city officials wore black armbands. The courthouse was draped in black for 30 days. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1902, April Duluth's public library opened. Huh. They're, the libraries are a lot different now. I'll say. And on this day in 1945.
2: The official ice out of Lake Minnetonka, April
1: 19th. Hail, Minnesota became the state song. Written by two University of Minnesota students in 1904 and 1905. It also is the university's official song.
0: Hail Minnesota! Um, And John Height, Don uh, McLean, and Kenny Olson changed and wrote a new Minnesota song (laughs) about six months ago on the Krabby Coffee Shop.
1: Was Krabby done today? Yeah. There's a new Krabby out. Yeah. Well, you're not promoting it. Yeah. What the hell? You know. (laughs) It's uh, it's just. I'll promote it. There's a new Krabby Coffee Shop out today. Listen, if you want. Yeah. Was it a good (laughs) one? Well, uh, what the only good thing about
0: Krabby is Dawn. And yeah. today we got her going about the paranormal stuff. So, yeah, it was really oh, interesting. I like yeah, that. Well, I like that. Very interesting. Yeah. I like that. She's the only reason to listen to that
3: show, truthfully. Like I'm on the show, and I agree with Candy. Right. So.
1: Well, GLers, you heard it there. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much.
3: Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh never frozen chef-crafted dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie and they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, At factormeals.com slash garagelogic50, you get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
2: GLers, if you wouldn't mind, please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button right there. It's on the Garage Logic YouTube channel because there we are posting content for you every single day, and sometimes you get multiple videos a day on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. You can follow us along on all of our social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and the garage logic town council if you haven't done so yet boy you are missing out because for just 10 bucks a month or 100 a year you get to listen to joe open up a newspaper and you get all sorts of gl stuff kenny olson i wore a hat for the entire show today never noticed <laughs> i did i did notice <laughs> and it won't happen again <laughs> uh we don't know that